Good day to everyone today. I am praying that everyone who is here today can hear this message that I want to give today. And, you know, I'm going to repeat a little bit of some stuff, you know, as people come on. So I am Natasha Venter, a psychic medium, and I am also, you know, I'm going to claim I'm a motivational speaker. Even though I may not be motivational today, but I want you to know, though, that that I am one who works through things. So I'm a medium. I am one who, you know, like one of my friends who claimed who I was, was a bridge between worlds <laughs> and dimensions. So that's been a gift is, is that, you know, knowing that I'm a bridge between worlds and dimensions. And if I seem a little off today, I, I, you know, I'll explain a little bit more. But, you know, the conversation today I wanted to have was about how grief could give us regrets and shame and a lot of those things that come along for the ride that we don't think will happen, right? Well, you know, when you're in the smack dab of emotions, sometimes that's all you can talk about. <laughs> and I didn't go live on Instagram today being Wednesday just because I didn't want to be that vulnerable. Because I know that on Instagram, a lot of times I get followed by people that are bots or, you know, or, or somebody who um, is uh, not necessarily in their best interest for you, I'm going to put it, even though they're followers and they're that kind of thing. But, you know, it's a gift that, you know, whoever's going to be here today, and I'm hoping for more to show up, because of the fact that, you know, I know that, you know, going through the grief process is not easy. I know that going through moments of life is not always easy. And we do get regret and we do get shame. We get emotions and we have a hard time forgiving ourselves through a lot of these dances. Well, I know for me that, and I knew, I knew intuitively that through this September, and this is a live show today, even though some people will hear it on podcast later, that, you know, there's always doorways that our loved ones will, will leave us, um, our two-legged, four-legged, no-legged, whoever. And it seems like there's a big shift that happens through the process of it, right? Well, I found out on Monday that I had two loving friends pass. And, you know, I spent most of the afternoon, well, yesterday, kind of tearful, being emotional. And I know I'm supposed to be that way. How can I not be, right? It doesn't matter who you are. You go through it. And please don't feel sorry for me. Just send love. That's uh, all I ask. Send love to, you know, this This is the thing is, is that it's not about me today. It's about the process of life today. And if you know someone who has been whispering to you, Send a text, send some a phone call, send something that says, I'm thinking about you, please. Because of the fact that, you know, when we're going through something, it's the trigger to, to be aware of those around us, right? And that's the thing that, that when I get hit with something emotional, it's a reminder. I use it as a reminder. It's time for me to reach out and, and send love to those that I know and, and witness and, and, you know, I'm hoping that my friends around me don't always say, oh, Natasha's going through something. She's sending out love again. No, 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 no. But it's that explanation point, you know. So these two dear friends, you know, one, it's hit me a little harder than the other one. But yet I knew that, you know, the one that passed away in a car accident on Monday, um, that when I hugged him the last time, when he was here in Washington state, that that would be the last time I would see him. And I knew that. And there was a couple of other intuitives that felt the same way. So then when I heard on Monday, it was like, there, it was a confirmation. It still stung, right? Stung. And then, you know, you go through the process and, and I've been kind of melancholy for this whole weekend had a, a you know, a, a, 
what you want to call it, um, something for a uh, celebration of life. There we go on Sunday. And I knew when I was down in Seattle that something was happening for this other friend of mine. I'm very close with him and he's very intuitive. So we're communicating in spirit world, you know, me being the medium, right, that we're communicating. And so with that, that this dear friend was passing Sunday night into Monday morning. Grateful, grateful he's out of pain. Very grateful he's out of pain. But today I found out for sure, right? And so with that, that it's been a closeness of, you know, doorway. And, you know, everybody has their year. Everybody has their time in life where things just seem to pile up. And this is mine this year with people passing. And I gives me a chance to show you that I know what I'm talking about, right? That when I talk about grief, I know what I'm talking about. I have no, no, I have not lost a child. But I spent 20 years with a woman who did. And I witnessed her, her roller coaster ride. I witnessed her. Uh, and I talked with her son and gave her messages from her son and that kind of thing. So, with that, that even though I didn't lose a child, I witnessed someone who did. And, you know, it puts it in a perspective for me that helps. And then there's other lifetimes where I have lost children. So, I go there, you know, even though it's not this body, physical body, to know that vibration in this physical body, right? But I wanted people to know that when we're dancing through this time in our life where somebody has passed, and I know that I've heard several people say that this last two weeks, that there's been a lot of people who are passing, right? And when we get these doorways of people passing that sometimes we don't hear, we don't realize it's going to happen. Like my friend who uh, died in a car accident on Monday that I didn't know he was going to pass. And yet, you know, it was one of those things. I really didn't have a phone number for him, even though I could have reached him out on Facebook, but you know, I, I don't, I know though that for me, that when I'm with someone, I try to be with them. And I know that I have a dear friend that's up in Washington here. And the last time she came to visit me, I was a little distracted. Things were happening and I wasn't my better with this person. And I have a regret of not honoring that person like I wanted to. She was going through something. It was it was a kind of a turmoil in this home at the same time. And so I tried to do my better, but I wasn't my better. And, you know, and I knew that this stage was coming up in my life. So I guess intuitively I was feeling this type of thing. So with that, that, that I do have a regret that I did not do what I could have done with, with this person. And, and yet at the same time, I have an understanding through our communication that we did our better that we could. And I have to go back to that. I have to go back to that. And I know though, that what I can do now is every time I'm with that person or anytime I'm with anybody, learn that, that moment of what regret I had and, and move it forward and do better the next time, do better the next times that I'm with, not just that one person, but with people that I'm with, be more here. Now I'm going to tell you that sometimes, you know, that I'm just, you know, we may be done and cooked, done and cooked and, and, and processing things. And we're not always our better. And we got to give ourselves credit and tell the people around us, you know, I'm just, it was one of those days and I'm sorry if I'm a little distracted tonight, I'm not doing my better. And, and that's how we can kind of give that tug and pull between us about, um, about being more honorable to the people we're with, but yet not necessarily totally in the dance of them. Right. So regrets when we're regretting something. And, and that's the thing is, is that, you know, we judge ourselves so quickly about certain things that, you know, um, about how, you know, we can be mad at ourselves for, um, for thinking something, you know, like, let's say if our, um, if, uh, you know, through most of our life, we were mad at a parent, I'm just going to call it, you know, just as this example, um, mad at a parent because they, um, 
shamed us. They shamed us through most of our lives. Uh, uh, why are you eating that? Um, why are you thinking that? You know, you got to be quiet. Why are you speaking out when you weren't told to speak out? You know, whatever the dance was, I'm giving you this as a metaphor example, you know, that why am, why are, you know, and then through our adulthood, our childhood and adulthood, we're, we're mad at our parent for shaming us and, and, you know, claiming us negative and, and doing those things and then adding this luggage on of ourselves that we think that we're, our bodies aren't good enough or our brains aren't good enough or our voice isn't good enough, right? And so then when we pat when that parent passes, we go, why did I feel so bad about how they parented me? I knew that they were only doing their better. Why am I so and we go into regret, right? Well, but that's part of the processing that we do in life, that we go through certain ages, we go through certain times where we have to let things move through our brains to process to get to the next level. And so going through that, why did they shame me? Why did they guilt me? Why did they judge me? Why, 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 why? Well, if we're in the moment of instead of staying in that regret and, and shameful moment, that we that we move through it to be our better selves, right? And you know, as we're going through our better selves, that if we're shaming and are guilting ourselves because of something that happened to us, that when we're when we go and and witness our parents' passing, we we go into that. Why did I do that? But you know, there again, I'm going to repeat myself, that we go back over where we were at those younger years going, well, why did I think that? Well, we thought that because we had to process. Okay. And you'll have to excuse me if I repeat something today because I am emotional today and I'm keeping it together. But at the same time, I was meant to come on to show you this is the one thing that the universe wants me to be. And that's where I'm willing to step into is the one that says to someone, you're not alone. It doesn't matter if you're intuitive, you do the work, you don't do the work. We all are human, go through the same things, right? We just have different ways of negotiating it. So regrets, why do I think this about my parent or my friend or my uncle or someone who did something to me when I was younger and now and when I'm older, I don't like it that they did it to me and I have to get over that cloud that they put me under. And then as they pass away, then we regret thinking those things about our those people. Ay, 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 ay. Well, you know, that's the thing about life is, is that going through these moments of shame and claim and and distance and that kind of stuff that we got to give ourselves moments and that's part of forgiveness and i know forgiveness is not always easy but i can tell you that if we can be in a moment of forgiveness that it is that form and like i was talking to a girlfriend whose mother is getting ready to pass in the next probably um six months you know that you know she's kind of coming into a understanding of of her mother and she wouldn't mind me talking about this because of the fact that the torch is being passed from her mother to her woman to woman right and a lot of us who i felt this in my 20s when my mother passed that you know when we go through the knowings of where we're at, that not necessarily our shame and our guilt, but the knowings of where we're at, that the, the torch gets passed to us, right? There's a metaphorical torch. It goes from, uh, from like when my, my father-in-law passed, my husband felt like he, he became the elder, right? He became the older. He became the 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 one that takes care of. But the torch was passed from his father to him, 
right? And when we get into that knowing and become the elder, like for us women, I know this sounds kind of gross and, and icky, but we become the crones. We become the knowers. We become the seers. We become um, the, uh, what's the word? Uh, the one that, that foresees into things, right? That no matter where we're at and where we're going, that this torch helps us to kind of get into an acceptance. And it's a form of acceptance, which does end up having forgiveness in it, forgiving ourselves for way we thought because of the fact that our children probably think something like that of us, right? It's the, it's the passing of the church. If we, if we, our parents, if we are guardians, if we have helped support and, and grow someone um, that because it takes a community to raise a child, I think it takes a community to have us be adults too. That going forward, there's this dance of, of how can I do better that way? And we don't always do better because, you know, we have to forgive ourselves for being human. That we have to forgive ourselves a little bit for going through what we did when we were uh, parenting our children, right? Or parenting or helping support, even if we're great aunts or, or wonderful uncles or whoever we are that you know going through these dances of 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 life we have to forgive ourselves for who we were during that moment because we were only who we were many of us became parents when we were younger and and didn't know better to do better it was a surprise that we were going to be parents right and that's the thing about when we're going through the grief process that and like my girlfriend whose mother might pass here in the next six months, within the next six months, that, you know, like I explained it to her, it's almost like us, us women ready to have babies. Or I can only say, or it might be the same for men, right? That it's that stepping through that I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. I don't know what I'm going to have. I don't know the protocols on being the guardian of of the will of the process and like i was telling her that you know many a times if we can talk to our siblings because i didn't have any siblings to do this with but i was grateful oh my cousins if my cousins weren't there i wouldn't have been able to stand up straight when my parents passed uh that that when we go through something like that that we are honest with our siblings or the people around us. I'm not my best. I'm sorry if I'm emotional right now. I'm trying to do my better. I am very much uh, wanting us to communicate well. I don't know how to do what I'm doing, but maybe we can all work together and figure out that we're not, we're gonna be perfectly imperfect through this process. And having communication ahead of time helps us go through because I can tell you that the death of someone usually shakes people up and we become our worst. We become our worst. And that's the thing about life is, is that when we become our worst, we're not always our better. And then we have regrets and then we can't forgive ourselves. And then we, and then we, and then we, right? Well, it's okay. It, it, it really is okay that we're not perfect. It's really okay that we struggle. It's really okay that we are in the dance of, of life and, and being where we're at. Because of the fact that no matter what, you know, we're going to have regrets in life. We're going to have these emotions. I can tell you that, that I left work just a few minutes early. I only had a half an hour left in my job, and I just couldn't be there anymore. And the classroom I was going to go into, I... I definitely couldn't go into that energy and I needed to go home. And I was honest with tears in my eyes. I was honest. I was okay. I knew I was okay, but I had to let myself have emotions at that minute in time because of the fact that I knew that I wanted to be stronger during this time. <laughs> and it's not that I'm afraid to cry. I'm not. But it's that point of that people, when people cry, they kind of get the wrong impression and whatever. But there again is regrets. I'm not here to have regrets. I want you to know I'm okay. I'm processing. I'm processing. 
And I want people to know that emotions come up. They come up when we process. And that's the thing about when we're processing the grief. And it could be processing the ending of a job. It could be processing that our favorite restaurant closed. It could be processing um, someone who passed. We had a, 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 a child of our school passed of brain cancer. And my love goes to those parents. Even though this might happen, there's no prepping for it. You can't prep for how you're going to be after you go through that doorway. How can we? How can we prep? And our emotions pop up because they pile on each other. And I know that those who haven't, pat, haven't um, had anyone who passed in the last couple of weeks, they probably had somebody who passed in the last month, right? Or they passed in the last... Um, years. And when we have something that happens, it piles onto one another. And when it piles onto one another, those emotions get bigger and bigger and bigger and they need to pop. And so like for me, what I ended up doing when I came home from work, I had the tears in my eyes. I said, just cry, Natasha, just cry, bellow, cry, you know, whatever, you know, like I did with my friend who passed on Monday, you know, he was ready to pass and and he sobbed in my arms. He needed to sob. And I was a safe place for him to sob. And that's the thing about life is, is that we got to be where we're going to be. We got to. Because of the fact that things are moving so quickly. And we can lose track of people. We can lose track of the ones we love. And as I said that, I thought about two people I want to text when I get done with the show. Because I love them. And I know texts aren't the same as phone calls, but at the same time, though, you know, sometimes it's enough to say that I'm reaching out, right? Used to be letters in the mail. Now it's texts. And that's sometimes better than nothing. So as we're going forward, I hope that this is helping someone because of the fact that no matter where we're at and what we're going through, that life is happening around us. And if we do things the better while we're there, we become less regretful. And I can tell you, it may not help the emotions, but it will help the regrets and the forgiveness because there'll be less to forgive and there'll be less to regret. Because all we can do is what we're doing. All we can do is what we're doing. And no matter where we're at and where we're going and what's happening around us, life is going to move forward. And I know for me, when I was taking caregiver for my mom and my uncle, that as I was their caretaker, caregiver, I wasn't called, I wasn't necessarily, I was my mom's caregiver. I, and then I paid had to have people come in and help me because I couldn't do it myself. Um, not with a new baby and, and, uh, and a four year old and all that kind of stuff. My cousin actually was talking about what I did that year. And she goes, I can't believe you did it. <laughs> you know, because of the fact that we were, it was a stressful moment in our lives. Right. So those stressful moments are something that we don't always do our better. And, and if we can give ourselves some love and grace, while we're going through things. And this statement that comes in from my dad, which the end of September is my mom's anniversary of passing. Let's see, my child is 25 years old, 24 years old. Uh, 24 years ago is when my mom passed away. And this September is the end of September. The last week of September is her week that she passed. And it's like a timestamp, right? It's something that happens where you have memory of things and that even if you don't remember something happened, it's kind of like that huh, feeling that you ha may have of, of something. What happened this week? I know there's something that happened. I'm off. Why am I off? There's something that happened, right? So we have those moments where things are happening. But going through those emotions... Now, I'm feeling a little bit emotional with a lot of other deaths that happen because of the fact that, that this pain is 
is so, so recent, right? Of of these other people passing for with me, with me. Well, I can tell you that, um, yeah, in a way, with because of the fact that uh, my love was with them when they were passing. So I know that uh, that they went with, right? I'm still here. I'm healthy. I've been telling telling my body I'm. I'm in harmony of a healthy body because I want to be here, right? I want to stay healthy. I'm in harmony with a healthy body to optimize my greater life. Because no matter where we're at and what we're doing and what we're, where we're going, life is happening around us. And there is a doorway. There's going to be, an, there's, this doorway is going to stay open a little bit. I thought that it was going to have a little waning time, but it's actually going to be pretty strong for a while now. Uh, and then we're going to feel the spirits around us at the end of October. And then there's going to be another passing around the holiday, the holidays. And so we may, that's when my uh, girlfriend's, um, uh, my girlfriend, uh, small might pass uh, and um and that kind of thing so with that that uh let me uh, i need to send a text real quick to someone who just called um i've been sending texts so whew, there we go uh doing my show okay so i'm doing my show and i'll call right after love you so knowing our our dance knowing ourselves and doing what we're doing that you know it please i'm asking that whatever regrets you're holding on to from having someone go um doing uh doing our dance um You know, we can only be who we are. And so if you can put the bag, put what whatever you're regretting in a bag, metaphorical bag. You could be Santa Claus a bag as far as I'm concerned. So metaphorical bag, right? Put the regrets. I wish I was better with my parents. I wish I was better to my siblings. I wish I was better to my best friend. I wish I was better. I wish I was. I wish I was. I wish I was. Put them in the bag, right? And then, and then with that bag, send I love yous into the bag, right? I love you. I love you dearly. I'm so grateful that, you know, whatever we've done together, that it was a better process. I'm so grateful that you were in my life to teach me what you were supposed to teach me. I'm so grateful that, that you know, even though we were not always friends that we were siblings so we can learn from each other i'm so grateful i'm so grateful that no matter where we're at and what we're doing that that this wisdom will come and then seal it up right and hand it over to an angel hand it over to jesus hand it over to archangel michael hand it over to I'm going to hand it over to my dad. Hand it over to my dad because he's so good at this. <laughs> I'm handing it over to my dad. Whoever it could be, right? Mom, somebody. Handing it over so they can take it to its greater good, right? Because I know my dad's going to take it to this wonderful rainbow I can see and it's going to get washed out, right? So then forgiveness can happen. Forgiveness can happen. And that's the thing about who we are is, is that those forgiving times aren't always easy. But I can tell you if we put the regrets in bags, those bags of, of, um, of knowings, those bags of whatever, like I said, it could even be Santa Claus's Christmas bag, right? And what's a better one to do to bring greater wishes, right? That you know, we become lighter and then we became where our grief is cleaner. And that's the thing that I try to do is, is that when I have my grief that I've done a lot of work. And so my grief is more about sadness that I'm not going to be able to 
hold or hug these people anymore. That um, my grief is more about the, the um, you know, like with my friend who passed away, um, one of them, that he's one of the few that understood my, um, my world that I live in. That he he could go to the the depths and the star planets that I could go to, and not very many can go there with me and understand me. And and I'm gonna miss that connection. I'm gonna miss that understanding of um, being with someone, right? So with that, that when we, when we miss someone, we miss something that was in the past. We miss something that, um, that didn't work with us. Right. And I know that, that some of us, we feel like our siblings are going to be passing soon and we will miss that last connections of our parents will miss that connection of of memories of sitting on on a bed and having those whispers together or you know something like that 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 causes us problems right so knowing that no matter where we're at and what we're doing that that these dances of grief it's going to hold regret it's going to hold moments but like my dad always said at this minute in time in my life, I'm going to picture myself back when I was 20, uh, how old? I was 31 when my mom got sick. So back when I was 31 years old, that I'm going to look back at that moment and thinking on the couch when I was so tired, cooked and done, that my son had to say, Mom, I see that you're tired. I'll go move grandma's arm for you. That could be a regret, right? That I couldn't get up and do it myself, that my four-year-old son had to do it. For one, that's the kind of kid he is still. <laughs> but that I have to go back at that minute in time, that minute in time, I was so tired, so wrung out, so done. I sold two houses, bought one, uh, husband changed jobs, alcoholic, by the way. And that, that during that time was pretty, pretty drink, drunk most of the time. Uh, he changed jobs, uh, had a four-year-old, had a, a one-year-old or turning one-year-old, uh, you know, and I was very much cooked and done that at that minute in time, I was that person making the better choices I could through that. Today, at the age that I'm at, 20 some odd years later, that I can say, oh, I wish I would have done that differently. I wish I would have went and moved my mother's arms and, and done better by her. But at that minute in time, I was that person. I can't have regrets because at that time, I couldn't have done better because I was so exhausted emotionally physically spiritually and and humanly my humanness was was done and cooked so being who we are knowing who we are that this dance of 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 life is going to put us in places where regret is going to be part of it um that uh that you know, emotions are going to be a huge part, no matter who, what, where, when you are. And it's up to us to say, you know what? It's okay. Have that form of forgiveness. It's okay. That it's not okay always what we do, but it's okay to recognize that we are a certain person during that time. And during that time, we can only be what we can be. loving ourselves, loving our, each other. Because I can tell you, my husband, who just celebrated 10 years of sobriety, he told me the other night, he says, honey, without you loving me, letting me stretch, pull, move, go, and, and not holding me in a bag of, of what your expectations were, you gave me a chance to, to get sober even though he held me in the bag of expectations and knowings and doings and all that kind of stuff. Whew, 
but all those years are paying off because I've walked my talk. And you'll have to excuse me that I have not had flies in my house until today. And this fly had just buzzed by my ear, even though I have earphones on, buzzed by my ear to give me saying, flies are my community. I know that's weird, speaking about a uh, bridge between worlds and dimensions, as one, for, one friend told me I was. That, um, and also too, I was driving down the road and um, a baby deer, uh, well, not quite a yearling, um, this year's babies. So about nine, seven months. Yeah. They were not necessarily with mom at the minute that I could see, but two young ones coming across was started crying, crossing my road in front of me. Deer Rep represents being kind to yourself. Stand in who you are. Don't go in fear and flight because usually they do go into fear and flight. But what these people did is, or what these animals did was, is they, they stopped, observed where they were at. Hi, Bev. And then they moved on, right? And so going through, and Bev talking about someone who's gone through the grief process. Oh, man, you went through it like too many car washes here. Um, that, you know, when you're going through life and moving through life, that, you know, don't have those regrets with, with who we are. But listen to the universe, like the fly, flying around, you know, giving me support, saying that you're not alone, that we're here with you. You have your, your clan. You have your clan with you. And so when you're in the moments of, of these kinds of things, look at the universe around you because the universe is going to help you. It's going to move you forward and it's going to do those works with you. So when you are in the moments of grief and you are in the moments of regret about what you're doing and who you've been, like I said, put it in a bag, put it in Santa Claus's bag, put it in whatever you need to do and, and blow in it and say, I love you. And I'm sorry. I please forgive me. I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing at that time. I didn't know better to do better. And I'm so sorry. So that you can have forgiveness for yourself as you move forward. We're only here once in this physical body. Our soul does many walks on this planet. But on this physical body, it's only once. So when we move forward and going forward, it is about taking that chance and being kind to yourself. So if I can offer anything through the witnessing of, of going through the grief process and watching people pass is that they wish that they loved themselves a little bit more, I know. Or they would have less regrets, that they would do a little bit more for themselves and others around them, that they would reach out and spend more time with someone. Uh, that, you know, I was reading on uh, or watching one of my um, Facebook little videos, and, and one person was saying that, how old's your parents? And the, per the other person said, oh, it's so much and such age and they said well how often do you go see them oh about three times a year so you're only going to see them seven times probably before they pass right remember that we we may not always have tomorrow so appreciate today like i said if you need to send texts if you need to uh, give love if you want to do the the cherishment of things that you can because the fact that in this moment right now, someone can hear, I love you, as I love you guys. And I'm so grateful that you're in my life. Because no matter where you're at, we all are going through something that can use a little bit of, I know you're going through something. And I know you got some tools in you that you can get it done. So believe in yourself, please. Believe in yourself. And know that no matter where you're at and what you're doing, that the grief that you're in 
I love you too, Veronica, that the, the, the grief that you're in and the moments that you're in of emotions, it doesn't even have to be about grief. It could be just bad emotions. I'm pissed off that my job ended today. It's okay. That those moments will help you go through life when you have a little bit more love in your heart. So today I'm going to be doing a couple of card readings. If you would like a card, please, uh, I'm only going to pick, I think, two decks, uh, Gentle Creatures. <laughs> gentle Creatures, I think that's in the boat for today. And uh, the Dragons. So if you want a card reading, please uh, tell me which one you want. Gentle Creatures or uh, the Dragon Path, please. I have a feeling that gentle creatures want to give me a message when the show is done. So if you would like a card reading, please let me know. Uh, just put in which one you want. Uh, gentle creatures, Veronica. Thank you. Okay. Uh, gentle creatures, Bev. Thank you. Okay. Yes, these are, these are wonderful cards. Gentle cards. Gentle cards. So this is for Veronica. So Veronica, put out your uh, intentions for what you would like an answer for, or if you just want a general, what do you want to tell me? Ooh. A little carried away there. Okay, card for Veronica, please come out. There we go. This one, this one, <laughs> connections, connections. Isn't that cute? Connections. And there is also this one, this one. Look at that one. Isn't that cute? So you got effort. So you got two Veronica, uh, Veronica. and then Bev, you're right after Veronica. So connections. So connections, my dear. And look at that. On toadstool with a butterfly. And he's looking. So connections. Connections. Our gentle creature has taken a moment out of their crazy day to just sit for a while. They have been rewarded with a visit from a delicate Delzelin. These two are old friends who have not had much time recently to just stop and connect. Or maybe it would be more honest to say that neither of them has made time for their friendship. This pause to check in with each other is as necessary as watering a houseplant. Nothing thrives without intentional moments of caring. So they will spend this interval catching up. Maybe over laughter, maybe over tears. Either way, they are honoring the work that, has, that it takes to nurture their personal bond. When this card shows up, remind those friends you haven't heard from lately. Remember those friends that you haven't heard from lately. If you haven't heard from them, have them, have they heard from you? Connection with others is a two-way street. Never waste your energy on those who are not willing to do this work with you. You are worth the time it takes to build a connection. And I can tell you that, Veronica, you always reach out at that moment. <laughs> I love your intuition, my dear. Okay, so now uh, this one is effort. Effort. It's for Veronica. Effort. Effort. Ever now and again, you just need to put out the effort. Or lovable creatures hold up to a small umbrella. Our lovable creature holds up an um, a small umbrella. It is evident that this umbrella is not going to do any real good 
in terms of the falling raindrops. The yellow slicker the young girl wears provides more protection. But the fact that the umbrella is offered shows the creature cares. They themselves are not bothered by the rain, but know their smaller counterparts can sometimes be adversely affected by too much cold or wet. So as they say, ma'am, mama tired, or this case, creature tired, or creature, oh, sorry, let me redo that one. So they say, ma'am, tried, mama tried, or in this case, creature tried. Here is a reminder that we need to keep trying to do the right thing. And when I use the word right, it's about righted of the ship. It's about not to say right or wrong. It's about getting righted as a ship. You know, make sure our cargo in our mind, bodies, and emotions are more righted. And today, me crying was part of that righting of my ship. So here's a reminder that we need to try to do the right thing. Even when it's a li it's it is too little it even when it is too little it is noticed. The need to be kind is most important thing. This card is a reminder to ask ourselves, how can we show someone I care today? You did this morning, my dear. Reach out in a good faith. Help someone whenever you can your effort will be noticed. Good job, Veronica, thank you. And then you had the connections. So you're doing good part, but it's reaching out to those that you kind of been hesitant to, or uh, may I dare say, the ones in the same house as you. You're welcome, Veronica. Okay, Bev, time for you clear my deck. Time for you, my dear, to put out your intentions. What would you like to know or be with? Okay. Ooh, this one here. Ah. The when I was pulling it, this in one, this card was like, it's energy grew. So that's why I pulled this one for you. So this one is gift, gift. So it's a gentle creature. And it looks like if we can see the lady down below, I want to make sure these cards don't fall. The lady down below here has a, it looks like a bird or something in her hand. And the gentle creature has something in their hand. Okay, so this is gift. Gift. Here our friends both gaze at butterflies. They are focused on the beauty that rests so lightly in their fingertips. Both know a secret that they are willing to share with you. When you receive this card, ask yourself if you are truly enjoying what is yours. Or do you sometimes frivolously glance at someone else's and thinking they have something better? Or worse, that they are better than you? The gift these two companies share is special but not the same. How can she look at her butterfly in the same way that the gentle creature looks at theirs? Who can say which butterfly flies with more grace or holds more charm? Once you realize that no one can do any of these things, you will begin to approach a place of true joy. Comparing yours to someone else is is a good way to fall into a hole filled with watering that cannot be filled. Okay, I'm sorry, I got distracted. 
my Brody just walked in the door, who's been passed now for 20 years. I saw her out of the corner of my eye. So I got distracted. So let me just read that. Once you realize that no one can do any of these things, you will begin to approach a place of true joy. Comparing yourself to someone else's is a good way to fall into a hole and fill with a wanting that cannot be fulfilled. Instead of comparing with envy, look at what you have. Collaborate the unique being of yourself. When you hold out your hand to share rather than to get grasp, hold instead of grasp, you become a person you were meant to be. What can you do today to connect with love rather than envy? Each of us are, is special. Don't dim your own light because it doesn't shine in the same way that someone else's. If you must compare, compare the person you are now to the person you were 10 years ago or even yesterday. I hope that fits, Veronica, I mean, uh, Bev, because of the fact that uh, you are a blessing and I watch in witness of you through Facebook every place you go. And there's a part of me that says, can I piggyback on that energy and go? Love you girls. Love everyone who is here watching and who will listen in the future. You are amazing. Uh, please know that moments like emotions and grief do move through and uh, probably next week I'll be a lot better. Depends though, kind of what life presents though, I guess, huh? Love yourself first. Love others around you because the fact that it does make a difference in the end, especially with regrets, especially with emotions, and especially with self-forgiveness. I am here Mondays and Wednesdays with uh, Dance of the Soul on Monday with Regan Forreston and Life Clarifications with Natasha on Wednesdays for Pacific Time. Uh, please like, share if someone you, you think needs this. Um, please follow. Also, um, know that uh, that uh, though this will be on podcasts, Life Clarifications with Natasha on most podcast platforms. Blessings to you and love to you. And thank you for being in my life because without you, I would not be me. Blessings to all. Bye now.